time for the July 11th, that'll be 7-11-2014 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a trigger warning free guide to current events broadcasting from the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Mahler is chasing birds. Again? Again. He loves chasing the birds. Well, and... Is there any? Huh? Is there? Any, I'm just curious if there was anything about a specific bird, or he just he just joys. Yes, he's chasing a specific bird. Well, he because sometimes he fixates on things. That's he what does, I was wondering about. On sometimes some, but that's not a specific bird. He okay. just any bird that's generally they have to be standing there for a while. Mm-hmm. They land mm-hmm. and then and then they're there for. You think that he's used to them, and then something snaps <laughs> in his brain. He runs down and barks. <laughs> you know, I don't know. That's, he doesn't bark when they land. He lets them. <laughs> get into the soil that's pick true. some bugs up and that's then true. he just goes haywire <laughs> can't figure it out i can't figure it out yeah speaking of birds Mike, yeah mm-hmm. the re-examination of a sparrow-sized fossil in china challenges the commonly held belief that birds evolved from ground-dwelling theropod dinosaurs that gained the ability to fly. People for years have said, oh, yeah, yeah. birds, they come from dinosaurs. This yeah. whole kind of mythology around, right. you know, we still have dinosaurs with us. There's still dinosaurs yeah. Yeah, roaming uh, the planet. The bird-like fossil is actually not a dinosaur, as previously thought, but rather the remains of a tiny tree-climbing animal that could glide. Oh. It's kind of a, you know, monkey, I guess. Well, they something. had flying squirrels. Are we? Don't we still have flying squirrels? We, now, d- you and I? I don't have any. Mahler, we got any flying squirrels out there? <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Yeah, yeah. How many? One, two, three. Four. Uh, okay, three or four, fifth yeah. to fourteen, whatever. Yeah. 14, yeah. yeah. Um, well, and I'm curious. Does this blow up the whole theory that that uh, birds? No, it's been challenged. Ah, challenged. Yeah. Okay. They found this, you know, this species that has been gliding it's around. Been <laughs> they hadn't seen it before. You know. It, yes, I mean, smaller. They, yes, I don't mean yes. it's now. They found fossils yeah. of it, and, yeah. and it's a sparrow-sized animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sparrow. That'll do it. He loves the sparrows. He's, well, he's become kind of a, a you know, a, a, what do they call him? Anthropologist? No. What are the what are bird bird watchers? Oh, never mind. Economist? No. Never uh, mind. Ornithologist. Ornithologist. Thank you. Researchers argue that antioxidant supplements might not be working to reduce cancer development and may actually do more harm than good. What? Yeah. Antioxidant supplements. You know those little pills that oh, you take pills. every day to save yourself okay. from cancer? All right. Ain't going to do it. At least according to some of these guys. What about, okay. They fail to show a beneficial effect against cancer because, uh, and, and do not act at the critical site in cells where tumor-promoting reactive oxygen species are produced mm. at cellular energy factories called mitochondria. So what we're saying is there is no microchondriatic action going on. Okay, so the supplements are not working as, yeah. as advertised. Yeah. What about if I eat blueberries and cranberries, and that's good still? Or does that help? Well, or I, apparently, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, if you overdose on antioxidants, it doesn't, it doesn't do you any good okay. is what they're saying here. I, I don't think they're, they say supplements in there, but, and that might have been what the test was run on. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So Who knows? So, These researchers are nuts. No, well, no, that's a good, it's good to know that because yeah. I, you, people spend good money on these supplements because yeah. they believe this stuff to be true. Blueberries, I, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm I blueberries. do the, do the berries, yeah. do, do stuff like Wal- that. Well, you don't, do you eat walnuts? As, not as much as I can. No, you didn't used to eat walnuts. Well, I asking, didn't used to eat okay, walnuts but, but you, until I found Jesus. Until you found Jesus. Yeah. So I started good, eating walnuts. That's good. Well. 
um, I do that as well. I didn't find Jesus, but I, I, I actually I found his Im- image you in know, a Walnut. Honestly, I didn't know he was missing. Well, that was the deal. <laughs> when I found out he was missing, I found him, and we're okay now. I, saw, I found yeah. the Virgin Mary in a Walnut. Yeah. It was a little. It was like a, it looked. It was her face right yeah. there in a Walnut. Yeah. Um, so that was an exer- that was very encouraging. Rockets fired by militants in Gaza reach deeper into Israel. Yeah. And a strike from Lebanon hit the northern part of the country, leading Israeli officials to suspect Lebanese fighters may be joining the four-day conflict. It's, it's heating up over there. Well, this is really getting serious. Yeah. Palestinian militants continue to fire rockets into Israel. Hamas political leader Khalid Mashal offered, a new re- offered to renew the 2012 ceasefire, which was based on three conditions. Number one, okay. an end to the Israeli offensive. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, how can you have a peace without that? No. Two, the release of prisoners initially freed under a prisoner swat, but recently rearrested in Israeli raids. Oh, really? Kind of makes sense. I mean, okay. you freed them. Now, it, it seems like a game you're playing here, yeah. so let's get that back to... I, mean, they, to, I didn't realize uh, they rearrested them. Even, wow. even Stephen. And Israeli respect for the Palestinian unity government. That would probably be the... The big sticking point. Yeah, there. that that is the Israeli sticking point is that Hamas and Fatah are now in a coalition government in Palestine uh, or in Gaza or West Bank, but Palestine, and this has upset the Israelis because they consider Hamas to be a terrorist organization that they won't deal with. The people of Palestine seem to be unified over the idea of having a functional government, and yeah. this seems to be working better. Tell you what. Uh, uh, it's we're about one Israeli invasion of the Golan Heights or that that area near Syria from turning this into a very widespread war yeah. in the Middle East yep. that would include Israel and possibly Jordan might actually be dragged into it, which would be a complete disaster. Yep. So uh, that would be awful. Syria, Iraq, it just doesn't. Yeah, it looks bad. Yeah. Yeah. President Obama offered the help of the U.S. in negotiating a ceasefire, but supports Israel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which, well, that's what happens. That's what happens. Afghanistan is facing a crisis over its di- disputed presidential election. Yeah, yeah. Primary, prime preliminary results. Now, now. Preliminary results showed w- former World Bank official Ashraf Ghani uh-huh. beating opponent Abdullah Abdullah, the opponent so nice, you had to name him twice, <laughs> by about a million votes. Okay. Yeah. That seems like a sizable amount, uh, yeah. uh, you know, to be ahead of. The results will not be finalized until later in the month. Abdullah's supporters have protested, calling the results a coup and claiming widespread fraud. And according to uh, U.S. State Department spokesman Jan Psaki, he, they called for a uh, full review. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. They, want, they want to look into this idea of uh, fraud. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's so much corruption in Afghanistan so much that it is hard to believe that things would go off yeah. smoothly. I would hope that a million vote margin would be would take into consideration all of the corruption and he would still be ahead, but you never know. Well, it's all about the heroin trade. And it is. Yeah. It is the warlords the of the uh, the northern northeastern part of Afghanistan that control now I think still the largest uh, uh, area of opium growth in the world, opium crops. So in Nigeria, more than 60 girls and women have reportedly escaped from the Islamist group Boko Haram after they were kidnapped two weeks ago in the northeastern province of Borno. More than 200 schoolgirls previously kidnapped still remain missing. The initial ones are yeah, missing, but yeah. I guess these escaped. Probably had something to do with all those bees attacking Boko Haram. Yeah, right? yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. In Indonesia, 
Jakarta Governor Joko Widodo, Widodo, sorry, uh-huh. Joko Widodo is claiming victory over rival presidential candidate, former Army General Prabowo Subianto. Wow! Yeah, congratulations on that. Polls show Widodo, known as Jokowi, because it's Joko Widodo. You know, you put those things together. I think you got a children's song if you put all that together. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was Rafi. <laughs> Jacoby, Jacoby. Has unraveled, uh, has a, a several point lead in this whole uh, thing, but official results will not be known until July 20th. According to American journalist Alan Nairn, Indonesian forces tied to Prabowo have waged a campaign to rig the election in his favor. That's yeah. Widodo's opponent. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is a, this uh, this is Indonesia. I strongly encourage anyone who wants to know about Indonesia because it's a very important country. It's the largest, I believe, the largest uh, population of Muslims in the world. Yeah. Actually, more than the than the Middle East combined live in Indonesia. That's a pretty amazing fact, right? Yeah. More Muslims live in Indonesia than the rest of the than all of the Middle East. Then in the birthplace of, uh, yeah. of the yeah. So it's a very you know kind of a very uh, uh, interesting uh, place, and also if you want to know all about the politics of the last twenty or 30, 40 years, actually, watch the Act of Killing. It's a documentary. Okay. I, I think you get a pretty good sense of just uh, what a reactionary or you can read. Good or you could read. It, read yeah. th- thank you, thank you, Nathan. Prabowo trained by the United States. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's been accused of mass killings mm-hmm. when he headed the Indonesian special forces in the 90s. The That's mi- important to know. The paramilitary outfits. Yeah. 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 And it would be the Indonesia's presidential vote will mark its first ever transfer of power from one elected leader to another. The first time. Good luck on that. Yeah. Suharto was the guy who ran the country back in the 60s and 70s. Amazingly corrupt uh, and brutal dictatorship that uh, ran that country for many, many years. Yeah, almost as bad as George W. Bush. Almost. Almost. Not quite as bad. A video was posted online purportedly showing Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, the leader of the Islamic State. This is over there, you know, what we used to call ISIS and ISIL. right. The Islamic State. Um, He proclaimed himself Caliph Ibrahim, or the ruler of the world's Muslims. Uh, he, yeah. Yes. This, this is, is a video. They're, they're trying to authenticate this video. They're right. not really sure if it's him, but they think it is. It, I, he, I couldn't tell myself. It was either that or SpongeBob. SpongeBob? Sp- uh, Sponge, SpongeBob SquarePants. I couldn't, I wasn't quite sure. It was sort of the... the, the, the it, was, uh, it was that rudimentary? It looked, yeah, it was not oh. really all that sophisticated. Uh, al-Baghdadi delivers a sermon in this video at the Grand Mosque of Mosul and calls on Muslims to wage jihad. What, what was significant about During where Ramadan. He, yeah, he yeah. did that at, at, a, uh, at a mosque that was, was I, I believe, was a Shiite mosque, was considered poppy, attended by Shiites. He's a Sunni. Yeah. And that was considered like a real finger in in the face of of others yeah Yeah. Yeah. of the the shia it is a month in which for allah we are protected from hell he said the marketplace of jihad is open it kind of sounds like uh, you know an american economist Mm. well they have been very sophisticated they pay their workers their workers, their yeah. their armed forces, a lot more than anyone else. They use social media quite extensively. They've been very good about marketing themselves, uh-huh. quote unquote. Um, the so marketplace, the market is open. Yeah, see, there you go. United Arab Emirates Prime Minister Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum announced. Wow. 
that Dubai would build the world's first temperature-controlled city, a 48 million square foot complex that will house 100 hotels, a theme park, a medical tourism facility, and will be called the Mall of the World. A medical tourism facility. Is that what you said? Uh, no, no. Oh, yeah, a medical a medical in other words if you go there to as a tourist you can use the medical facility i got you okay because they have a hundred hotels i was thinking well like okay okay different than what i was thinking um 48 million square feet they're already this is already the the country you said the emirates right yeah it'll probably be under a big dome or something you know it's temperature controlled city right so i i don't know how that works dubai or Qatar, pardon me. Qatar, I believe, is the place that has the tallest building in the world now. Yeah. And they were actually putting uh, coils under the sand to cool the sand. And they were talking about building an underwater hotel. These are two countries that have a way too much money. Way, way too much money. Yeah. Qatar's going to, uh, I think they're the host of the uh, World Cup in four years. Wow. And, and they're talking about temperatures of 120 degrees on a soccer field. Uh-huh. That's well. It'll be cool. Well, they're going to have to put domes over everything, so it'll it'll be nice. Yeah, it'll be nice. I'm sure it will be. Very very yeah. cost effective, don't you think? Oh yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's watch them blow their money making a soccer stadium in the middle of the desert that's that'll ex- be air conditioned. That's exactly uh-huh. what they'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Ukrainian astronomers officially named the star Putin Huilo. <laughs> okay. Putin Huilo. Okay. Which means Putin is a dickhead. <laughs> it's true. A Vatican committee approved the constitution of the International Association of Exorcists. He, what? Say that again? A Vatican committee approved the constitution of the International Association of Exorcists. Okay. Just want to let you know that the Vatican is keeping up on those things. These are important things, Mike, because yeah. they're not important. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's what we're doing in the world. We're, we're all going to hell. Yeah. Global warming is going to fry us. And yet, we can still have exorcisms and temperature-controlled cities. Didn't the Pope had something to say about global warming recently? He's against it. Yeah, he's yeah. you know he came out four square against global warming. Yeah. That was that was encouraging to yeah for me. A customer entered a Barclays Bank in Andover, England, defecated on the floor in several places and left. He didn't look <laughs> ill. He did not look ill, said a witness. He just looked a bit smug as he walked out. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to defecate in a bank, you got to do it with an attitude. Oh, absolutely. They understand that. Yeah. They can relate. Yeah, they can. Yeah. Attitude. It was, it was a metaphor, I think. Mm. A banking metaphor. I believe you're right. Do you have anything international-wise, Mike? Do I? Well, let me see... Uh, Nathan, I, I got lots of secret stuff. Do you? Oh, good. I'm just going to say, I don't know if this is absolutely qualifies as a foreign thing. It's more of a media thing, yeah. but it is from a foreign uh, news outlet. The BBC has now Im- implemented a policy which says that uh, you cannot give free equal time to global uh, climate change deniers, global warming deniers. It's now a policy. It's uh-huh. stop, stop doing that. Okay, yeah. they're not going to do that anymore, uh, and they, they, they said it, it's a false equivalency, basically, is what they're saying. So this is one well, of the— It's kind of always been a false equivalency. Of course it has, yeah. but, it's, but it's a step forward when a major media, and the BBC is international, and it's well-respected, and the rest of it, uh, the, and, and a lot of 
uh, uh, news agencies take their cue from the BBC that they have finally, finally, finally implemented a policy that says we are not going to give these people the, the same amount of airtime. That you know, it's whatever it is. It's yeah. they're they're getting away from this again false equivalency of balanced news, right? According and that's how Fox. I I put that with Fox quotes around it. Balanced news. Oh yeah. Uh, and now it's time for a segment we call Secret Stuff. New cybersecurity legislation cleared the Senate Intelligence Committee. Critics fear it may broaden the NSA's already formidable access to Americans' data. Yeah. So we're going to be looked on a lot more, huh? Looked upon. Yeah, again. Snooped upon. This is the American version of reform now, in, it, as it winds its way through yeah. our Congress, and that is, it makes it worse. Reform is now code for making it a lot worse. I love the name of it, too. The Cybersecurity Information Sharing Act. Yeah. 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 They're, they're not invading your privacy. You're simply sharing with them all your private information. Thank you, NSA. Thank you, NSA. Yeah, it's widely seen as a redux of last year's bill which was widely protested by online privacy watchdogs and ultimately defeated in congress but they're trying to push it through again yeah. also in secret stuff wall street's biggest trade group proposed a government industry cyber war council to stave off terrorist attacks that could trigger financial panic by temporarily wiping out account balances I think what they don't want to do is people actually finding out what they did and what they're doing to screw up the economy yeah yeah they don't want an Edward Snowden of Wall Street. <laughs> yeah. The proposal by the Securities Industry and Financial Markets Association calls for a committee of executives and deputy-level representatives from at least eight U.S. agencies, including the Treasury Department, the National Security Agency, the Department of Homeland Security, and, of course, a White House official in charge, which means somebody from Wall Street. Yeah, exactly. Also, the White House has ordered a review of all intelligence training documents after leaks from Eddie Snowden uncovered racial bias. The NSA spied on five innocent Americans apparently due to their Muslim background and ties to Muslim causes or individuals. The report also reveals language in an NSA training manual that lists the generic name for a potential target instead of like John Doe. Mm -hmm. They called it Mohammed Raghead. Yeah. Yeah. Mohammed That's Raghead. sweet, huh? Yeah. Wow, who saw that coming, you know, that they would be... Come on, guys. I mean, really. They're, these guys are so much in this culture of secrets that they actually think that their secret training manuals will never come to light, yeah. that they're just going to be secret all the time. This is really, truly not all that unusual for people with power. They, The arrogance that goes along with having that sort of power and that ability to spy on anybody anywhere anytime that yeah. they're using any sort of electronic device uh is very heady stuff and i think they just assumed that no one would ever yeah no one would ever find out also in secret stuff ordinary internet users american and non-american alike far outnumber legally targeted foreigners in the communications intercepted by the nsa from digital networks mm -hmm. this is according to a four-month study by the washington post so, in other words, those people who are really a threat to the country are not who they're really watching. Well, and it, yeah, go ahead. 
or the information they have, at least what they're gathering. But isn't that isn't that what we've been saying all along? And that is, in the history of the Republic and anywhere where people have had access to information that should be private, it's always been about finding out about political opponents. Yeah. Uh, almost always, it's it's about finding out what the American people are actually up to, and as opposed to trying to ferret out uh, uh, people who might be doing us harm. Yeah. Also, Germany announced it's kicking really? out Washington's top spy in Berlin. That would be the CIA station ship, their space station chief. Mm-hmm. They're booting out of Berlin. A dramatic response from a key U.S. ally, Germany, to a year-long spying dispute over eavesdropping on Chancellor Angela Merkel's cell phone calls that flared anew this week because yeah. they've arrested a couple other yeah. uh, spies there. The immediate trigger for this move was the emergence of two new cases of alleged Americans spying. So we're kind of screwing up our relationship with Germany. Yeah, that's not a good thing. Uh-uh. Nope. They are really a very, at this point, a very strong ally of the United States yeah. and a key economy in Europe. Oh, very, absolutely. Very important. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, a former CIA employee has revealed he was forced out of his job after trying to release historical documents under the Freedom of Information Act. Jeffrey Scudder discovered the files after taking up a position at the CIA's Historical Collections Division, which is tasked with combing through agency archives to vet what can be safely made public. He came across material on a long dormant, on long dormant conflicts and operations related to the Cold War. But when he submitted them for disclosure, he was accused of mishandling the data. And his home was raided, his computer seized, and he was forced to retire. Wow. Okay, that'll teach him. Yep. Uh, Oh, Mahler. You're listening to KUCI, 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. Yeah, Mahler. May may I remind the listeners... Yeah, Mahler. May I also... I'm going to remind our listeners as well that they can go to... uh, WeeklySignals.com. WeeklySignals.com. Yeah, they can go there. They can listen to everything over again. Over and over and over. Yeah. And they could also, if they chose to, go through the uh, archives of interviews, including Glenn Greenwald, yeah. that uh, Nathan and I have uh, been a part of. And uh, so check it out. And you can also go to NathanCallahan.com, which is always oh. entertaining. WeeklySignals.com. And NathanCallahan.com. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> and now, of course... It's time for Drones in the News. A U.S. drone strike in Pakistan killed at least six people. The attack hit a compound and a vehicle in a village in the north. No, no. We are Stiristan. Waziristan tribal region. It's always there. Yeah. You, you just load that should up be the, a situation comedy. Exactly. Where, like, you know, <laughs> missiles are flying, drones are passing over. Exactly. Yeah. Pick up truck with a bunch of ice in the back with Mountain Dew just you know, all over and Red Bull. And we're just heading into where Stiristan. Why are you talking like that? I don't know. This is in yeah, I Pakistan. Know. I know, this but, in but we're, Arkansas. we're, we're, you know, but you, you load up the truck with some drones and you head yep. into where it's It doesn't matter. And it's TV. It's TV. It yes, is the exactly. fourth U.S. drone strike in Pakistan. Yeah. Fourth, fourth. Since Obama, it, since Obama ended a six month pause last month. Mm. The Pentagon is considering under what circumstances it will recommend President Barack Obama to authorize the use of missile-equipped drones to kill the Islamic State leader. Oh, yeah. 
Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. He's on now on the kill list. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, they're, they're, he's on the kill list. They're trying to just figure out the circumstances in which they're going to kill him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, two amateur drone pilots were arrested for flying drones too close to a New York police chopper, a helicopter, which is, I mean, it got dangerous. Yeah. And what's crazy is when they land these things, when they land the drones, police just hover over it, watch it land, call in their reinforcements on the ground. The person who picks up the drone mm-hmm. is arrested. Is arrested. That's how easy it is. But drones are in a murky legal they situation. Are. They are. Flying a drone for recreational purposes is legal in the U.S. as long as it doesn't go above 400 feet mm. and the pilot keeps it in line of sight. Mm. But the Federal Aviation Administration says flying them for commercial purposes is illegal, unless, of course, you have a special permit. That's interesting. A viral video captured footage of a drone flying through Nashville's downtown fireworks display. Then the FAA received complaints from two people and uh, started investigating this guy in Nashville. Belongs to an app developer, Robert Hartline, who said he was unconcerned about it. He owns 12 area wireless stores and is developing Hitch, I guess it's called. I'm trying to pronounce H-Y-T-C-H. A carpooling app he promoted with some graphics at the front of the video he posted on YouTube. And I'm actually promoting him now. And he says, this is not a commercial enterprise, this drone flying up there. Okay. It's just fun in games with, uh, with uh, fireworks. Huh. And this is becoming kind of a deal now. There have been videos showing up from West Palm Beach, New York, and San Francisco of people flying drones through a fireworks show. And Nathan's just got to wonder, at what point will a drone be clipped? One of the quadcopters little propellers taken off mm-hmm. it goes haywire mm-hmm. and uh you know hits hits a pregnant mom yeah uh, yeah. yeah she has a, a hundred thousand million billion dollar lawsuit yeah. against the maker of the drone company no wait, wait uh, so i understand people fly drones through fireworks displays fireworks yeah, yeah. Shows. so it, you know it's all these fireworks going off around you and, and it looks so you cool, get a so you get a camera you couldn't I, do with cgi i got you, know, you. it's, yeah, it's okay. just like all it's right. more thrill-seeking well, yeah, garbage. It's, it's the murky it area. Is. It's the murky area. So people, yeah. you know, in terms of what's legal and not legal, so they do it. Yeah, isn't uh, that cool? Isn't that cool? Yeah, use well, your brains, people. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask a uh, somewhat. Don't keep using your eyes. Use your brains. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you a somewhat rhetorical question. You, you this, the story before that one, about yeah. the guy that's on the kill list, the guy yeah. that's running ISIS and all yeah. that. Can you recall a time in our history where we're not officially at war? Yeah. But we know, as Americans, we all know that there is now a kill list. People that we are intent to kill anywhere that we choose to go in the world uh-huh. to kill somebody. That we're all familiar with, that we're at least made aware of. Yeah. And no one really, that's okay. I, I, I'm just asking a question. I really am. I'm not sure how, how I'm supposed to feel about this. Civil war? We're not at war. We're not in a declared war oh, with well, these. Oh, you mean an undeclared? We're, yeah, we, I guess. We're in a war. It's a war on terror. Well, Mike. okay, there you go. Come on. We're fighting. We're at war with a tactic. Amazon.com is seeking permission from U.S. regulators to test its delivery drones near Seattle. So it wants permission to do this. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's called uh, Prime Air. And uh, they, they're going to test it out 30 minutes or less, 50 mile an hour drones. Wow. Yeah. That's some fast drones. Yeah. Well, I'm, they, okay. You know, they'll it's be. Gonna, dr- it's going to be crazy skies. That's all I got to yeah, say. Yeah, it's going to be There's crazy. There's going to be some stuff going on up yeah. there that yeah. people will, will then, in retrospect, look back and go, 
Why did we really need this? I'm I'm telling you, it's not the t- too distant future that r- above Anaheim Stadium, while the while all the big trucks and the tractor poles and all that stuff's going on, there's yeah. going to be uh, um, de- demolition derby with drones yeah. above the crowd. Yeah. I'm gu- I guarantee you, there'll be some guarantee. kind, of, and then people will pieces of that will fly, shards of it will fly into pregnant women, and people wow. will clap and they'll cheer. Also, Forbes magazine reported that Martha Stewart loves drones. Oh, she does now. She loves drones. She has a couple of drones herself. She's piloting them around her estate. And her new line of designer quadrocopters will be out in time for Christmas. (laughs) Well, that's good. Uh, We need need a Martha Stewart signature uh, drone. They come in Nantucket blue. (laughs) Very tasteful. Uh Uh-huh. Well, now. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. What is it, Mahler? Mahler. He wants one of those drones. Oh, I'm sure he, want, he does. He wants a designer I mean, drone. For a man, for a man, for a for a dog that was building a Hadron Collider at one point in his life, I believe he would want a drone. Yes, yeah. I'm pretty sure. <sighs> what do you got? President Obama asked Congress for 3.7 billion dollars to address the migrant crisis on the Mexican border. Mm. Wants well, a lot of money for that. Mm-hmm. More than 52,000 unoccupied, unaccompanied, sorry, not unoccupied <laughs> children. Unaccompanied children fleeing violence and poverty in Central America have been seized since October. Obama wants to increase the funding to pay for deten- detention centers, aerial surveillance, immigration judges, and border agents. Mm-hmm. That's twice as what has been expected, too, the amount of money there. And he says that half the money of the, would go toward improving children's care in the U.S. Did you uh, did you happen to catch any of uh, Governor Dolt from Texas? Governor Dolt. Oh yeah, yeah, Barry, Barry, yeah, Mr. yeah, yeah. Governor Dolt uh, was. Uh, what do you think about Dolt? <laughs> well, there he goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we think about him too. Yeah. Get the Dolt, Mahler. <laughs> Get him. Are you gonna Are you gonna shred him? You gonna shred him, Mahler? You gonna grab him by the heel? What are you gonna do then? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Show me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Oh. It's so funny because Governor Dalt was hanging out with President Obama earlier yeah. this week. They went on a little helicopter tour and, yeah. you know, kissed and made up, I guess, because Perry's been calling out Obama on this stuff pretty heavily. Yeah. Well, just to make sure that he didn't lose the the nut wing of the Republican Party, yeah. he sat down with Hannity. They went on a like a boat cruise to the border. I'm not kidding you. When they had like it was like a one of those PT boats, yeah. right? They're cruising around. They got these big machine guns on it, and they're dressed in f- camouflage fatigue crap. And I just yeah. it's ridiculous. I mean, it's so stupid. What are you going to shoot the children? Is that really what was that? Were border agents are going to be armed to kill? You know, eight-year-olds as they cross the border. This is just so horrible in a political sense. They're, this is crazy stuff, really. In a victory for young immigrants in Arizona, a federal appeals court ordered the state to stop denying driver's licenses to young people who come to the United States as children and are eligible to remain here. So that's a good thing. Yeah. The Supreme Court delivered a second blow to birth control access by siding with nonprofits that claim religious objections to contraception. Okay, we got Hobby Lobby last yeah. time. Remember that? Yeah. And this time, uh, what we have, the, the decision of Hobby Lobby appeared to endorse possible alternatives. That was a 5-4 decision, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? Right. And I, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you know what the one in this the, one in is. In the second order, yeah. the court temporarily exempted the Christian School of Wheaton College in Illinois from filling out any, any of the forms. 
the decision drew scathing opposition from the female, the three female justices yeah. on the court. It's right. the same sort of it's vote again, thing, yeah. who accused their male colleagues of effectively reversing the stance in the Hobby Lobby case. Right. In other words, it's just the same sort of crap that they did with Bush versus Gore. Exactly. They're saying this law only applies here. here right. And that's that's not law. No, that's isn't. just not law. That's politics. Law, that's yeah. really political. Yeah. Uh, law is when you have something that everybody can abide by. Right. That's right. law. Right. Consistency. Yeah. This isn't the Supreme Court isn't even dealing with law anymore. They're and, making political decisions. Yeah. And okay. Anthony Kennedy, my my consuming hatred of him continues unabided so yeah unabated i should say sorry a district court judge has struck down colorado's ban on same-sex marriage so that's good saying it violates due process and equal protection guarantees under the constitution it's the 16th time a u.s court has ruled against a state gay marriage ban since last year's supreme court decision ordering federal recognition of same-sex marriage utah is skipping an appeal to the 10th court in favor of going directly to the Supreme Court. Now, they they don't want, you know, at least the government there, yeah. or the court doesn't want uh, gay marriage. And they want to send it back to the Supreme Court. More than 1,000 uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, and queer or questioning couples tied the knot in December during a brief window when a district court struck down Utah's ban. State legislators in Kentucky held a meeting to discuss the new EPA rules meant to slow climate change. And where that's where Republican State Senator Brandon Smith, he's a Republican. Okay. From from Hazard, Kentucky. From Hazard? Yeah, Hazard. Hazard County. Where do you live, Hazard? He's in Hazard County. Yeah. No, I said, where do you live? Hazard. Hazard. He said, "This this is Brandon Smith, who's from Hazard. 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 Said, as you, and he's talking to the uh, energy and environment cabinet official, saying there, yeah. you know, the guy who's, yeah. you know, the, it, who's trying to propose these EPA rules that are federal. Yeah. As you sit there in the chair with your data, we sit up here in ours with our data and our constituents and stuff behind us. <laughs> I don't want to get into the debate about climate change, but I will simply point out that I think in academia, We all agree that the temperature on Mars is exactly as it is here. Nobody will dispute that, yet there are no real coal mines on Mars. Oh, my God. There's no factories on Mars that I'm aware of. Oh, my my God. So since Mars doesn't have coal mines or factories and they have the same temperature, only problem is, is the average temperature on Mars is in the neighborhood of minus 67 degrees Fahrenheit. This guy actually... So it's freezing on Mars, and this guy's doing an equivalency because he probably didn't... He, he didn't read no. the minus as he went by. <laughs> he you doesn't know. know. He's like, well, look, Mars, there's 60... That's kind of a pleasant temperature. Yeah. Especially I, here in uh, wherever I am in Hazard. <laughs> 67 is a good day. It's minus 67. <sighs> wow. Wow. What do you think, Mahler? Yeah, I agree. Where is it? Is distressing. Wait, wait. He's a congressman. 
United States uh, Congress. No, no, he's a state legislator. State legislator. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. But yeah. they're trying to, in Kentucky, they're trying to integrate the EPA rules in, and he's part of the process to I integrate the federal EPA rules in, and he brings up the temperature on Mars yeah. and the fact that they don't, don't have factories. I thought I thought for a second, <laughs> I thought for a second that, that you, you that he was, it was from the Mensa meeting that they yeah. were, that yeah. he was the chapter president of the Mensa meeting in Hazard. A University of Virginia study found that a majority of test subjects prefer administering painful electric shocks to their ankles over spending 15 minutes in quiet contemplation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, they're, just, they're just testing the, you know, the lower classes is all I can yeah, figure yeah, that's out. I guess yeah. so. well, and another study uncovered a troubling feature of people who seem nice all the time. Uh-oh. Yeah. And you know, I've never trusted nice people. Uh, people think I'm crazy. I but, but when when somebody smiles and is nice to me all the time, I just don't like them. Uh, I really don't. <laughs> it's not like I want to be treated poorly. Uh -huh. But you know, when people are just smiling too much, uh -huh. it's it's like Nazi time to me. <laughs> it's uh, here's what ha researchers discovered that those who are described as agreeable, conscientious personalities are more likely to follow orders and deliver electrical shocks they believe can harm innocent people. Interesting. While more contrary and less agreeable personalities, yeah. like myself, yes. are more likely to refuse to hurt others. Huh. Well, Nathan, yeah. just sit right down here. And right, I want you to appreciate sit, that, Mike. I want you to sit. You too, Mahler. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. He, I don't know that I would consider Mahler. <laughs> yeah. He's not yeah. that agreeable. Yeah. He's really not that agreeable. He loves me. He loves me. <laughs> well, Shut true. up! Jeez. <laughs> All right, I think that's pretty much yeah. Yeah, that. Uh, that's a that. police department in uh, Lawrence, Indiana, acquired a 48,000-pound six-wheeled mind-resistant ambush-protected vehicle, mm. which they call an MRAP or a MRAP. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah. M-R-A-P. Yeah. Formerly used by the U.S. military in combat zones. We'd rather have it and never need it, said an official, than need it and wish we had it. Yeah, there you go. That's, That's a logic. good investment. That's a good investment. Lawrence, Indiana. Yeah. You know, they, they, they're like 45,000 people, which is like yeah. a fifth of the size of Irvine. Yeah. <laughs> but they need that. <laughs> what? What? You never know. Yeah. <laughs> the U.S. Veterans Health Administration offered Vietnam veteran Doug Chase an appointment with a primary care doctor at a Bedford, Massachusetts hospital 22 months. It's 22 months. After he died of a brain tumor. Oh. Yeah. Well. <laughs> we, are, we are committed to providing primary care in a timely manner, said a letter sent to yeah. the deceased. Deceased. And would greatly appreciate a prompt response. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, California prosecutors decided not to pursue charges against Eric Gelhaus, the sheriff who fired eight shots at a 13-year-old boy he believed was armed, killing him on the spot. This is in Santa Rosa. Yeah. The kid, Andy Lopez, was actually carrying a pellet gun. Yeah. His death uh, last year heightened racial tensions in a mostly Latino neighborhood of Santa Rosa, a city of about 170,000 residents, uh, around 50 miles north of San Francisco. Yeah. We all know That's that. The okay. shooting sparked protests and criticism that the officer acted too quickly. Maybe Lawrence, Indiana yes. could sell that, Santa that, Rosa that, their MRAP. MRAP. They, yeah. yeah. That would be, I would think that would be planning ahead. Yeah. A $259 million Powerball jackpot was awarded in Nashville, Tennessee. 
I got my fingers crossed. It was oh, already it was Nashville. Awarded. Oh, shoot. Nashville, Tennessee, to an Episcopal monk who had taken a lifelong vow of poverty. That's right, Mike. And you and you say yourself, why was he in the Why was he in the Powerball? That's hilarious. <laughs> why was he doing it? Well, Roy Cockrum is his name, who will accept the lump sum payment of one hundred and fifteen million dollars after taxes and all that. Said he plans to use the money to start a foundation that will support performing arts organizations around the country, and said his years of living with a vow of poverty has prepared him well for donating the money. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, if there is ever somebody who would understand the value of trying to give away the money, you yeah. know, and, you know. Yeah, and I just want to well. say, go Episcopalians. Yes. Yeah. Catholic light, we like to call them. Well. The, without, without the Catholic po- without the paganism and witchcraft. <laughs> well, that too, yes. And the, well, but the beheading, that's part of that little bit of beheading. Yeah. Though, tradition but anyway catholic without the representative of god on earth there you go yeah um uh, by the way i got one quick story here uh lake mead it's the nation's largest reservoir uh-huh. is now at registering as of april the lowest levels ever ever yes of water i should say water that would be a important part of the we story we did it at 1983 it reached its maximum capacity lake mead did yeah. And now, here in uh, as we sit here today, uh, the, the year of 2014, it's now at the lowest levels ever. Yeah. Ever. And of course, we all need to save water. Got to be careful what we're doing. They're, they're yeah. very close now to uh, getting to the point where you're not going to be able to... You're, you'll be ticketed for, say, hosing down your sidewalk. Yeah. Or... Uh, Having a, a hose just running without a turnoff nozzle on it. Right. You'll be ticketed for those things. Yeah. About 500 bucks, too. I don't know where it's going to happen. I don't know why or how the circumstances it will occur, but there will be a day in the not-too-distant future where you will turn on your tap, not maybe you necessarily, but somewhere in this great yeah. country of ours, and there will be no water coming out, and people will start to get nervous. Yeah, yeah. And just just for what it's worth, i got to say, we're also making a decision between... Uh, Eating beef and yeah. and water at this point in time. Yes, yes, because we are. because cattle are by far the most water consuming of our nutrients. Voracious, yeah, consumers of water. It, it because we're we're using them with our uh, water to water alfalfa, which really sucks the the water Especially down. Especially in not California. Only, yeah, not only that, but we're using we're selling a good portion of that alfalfa to china yeah so that they can feed their cattle so that we can supply mcdonald's and carl's jr yep yep so really what we're doing is making a choice between our uh lifestyle in southern california as far as what we're looking at right and and how we're bathing and whatnot with with eating mcdonald's hamburgers my concern is is that when that happens and i believe it will happen that there'll be a a significant segment of our population that will be without water for in a rationing situation or yeah. for a period of time for for whatever reason that we will uh lose our minds and not really start to address this thing in a much more rational way and yeah. and that and desalinization isn't really the answer no it's just going to turn us into the nile no. nile delta it's going to turn us into a, a salt salt creek yeah no. yeah and finally while bidding farewell to departing white house executive pastry chef bill crustmaster yosis Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, the Crustmaster. 
President Barack Obama quipped that Yosis's pies were so good he suspected they contained crack cocaine. Oh, yeah. see, that she probably shouldn't have said that. And after raising her eyebrows, First Lady Michelle Obama interjected, there is no crack in our pies. <laughs> <laughs>